0: And we're good. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark, and I'm Brooke. And today we're going to be talking about Twenty Eight Days Later. Yes, sir. And this was my pick to go along with uh with Brooke's pick for Train to Busan. Uh, yeah. For the uh, for the face off at the end.
1: Yeah, I think you kind of. Gave your reasonings why you picked this one, but if you want to just remind the folks.
0: Yeah. So like I was saying on our train to Busan episode, this, this used to be my f- favorite zombie movie yeah. and I think train to Busan maybe surpassed that, yeah. but, uh, I mean, I only watched it once, so yeah. I'll, uh, I'll give it a go another time like yeah, in, exactly. the, in the future and we'll make a better judgment call there, but Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll talk about it a little bit later on too. But okay. But uh, yeah. Um. So today's Sunday that we're recording on, and it's Easter. But yep. uh, by the time this drops, it'll probably be Tuesday or Wednesday. But happy yep. Easter to everyone, anyways. <laughs> yep. Happy Easter <laughs> from quarantine. Yep. Kind of a shitty way to spend a holiday, but.
1: It is. You can't even have, like, proper dinners with family and stuff.
0: No, I know. It sucks. Everything's done on fucking FaceTime or house party. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But not much we can do. Nope. (laughs) Unless we want to end up like this movie. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I guess we'll hop into the podcast shoutouts. Or no i guess we'll talk about how our week's gone so far yeah um start with that.
1: yeah it's only been like i don't know like what four days since we last recorded not yeah. even but yeah. i've watched a shit ton over these past three days have you yeah um so start with like the non-horror stuff i watched a uh, den of thieves for the first time oh it's such a good movie that was a fucking sick movie um it's pretty long though, eh? It was. That's why I never really sat down and watched it. And then yeah. um, I know uh, Bill Simmons always talked about in his pockets how good it is. So yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'll watch it. And it was definitely worth it. Yeah. And then uh, the girlfriend and I had like a quarantine um, movie night, like on on uh, FaceTime. We watched Escape from Alcatraz. So that was like my Classic. first time watching that. That was pretty good, actually. What made you want to pick that one? I don't know. I told her, I was like, Hey, pick i better one." she's like, oh, I have one. She's like a from Alcatraz. I'm like, isn't that like black and white one? She's like, yeah, yeah. it looked cool. I'm like, well, that's awesome. <laughs>
0: I'm excited. <laughs> nice. We've turned her into a cinephile. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: and then for my horror things, um, I watched, uh, Summer party massacre. Nice. For the first time <laughs> that was, uh, it's really short. It's like only like an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. But it was pretty good. The like first half was like kind of boring to me, but the second half I really liked. Nice. Um, I also watched, uh, Daniel isn't real. It's, a, Oh, how was that? a shutter movie. It was yeah. pretty good. Um, some of the effects and like the makeup is like really good and it's, it's a pretty fucked up movie. Like yeah. some parts are kind of boring and like kind of like the pacing is kind of bad, but, I thought it then was worth it. Nice. And I watched Friday the 13th part three today. Yeah. Continue on
0: my Friday the 13th watch. That one, uh, I'm assuming you didn't watch it in 3D, eh?
1: No, because I think you yeah. have the
0: glasses. Yeah. But, but uh, whatever. you can tell that it's made for a 3D.
1: Oh, I know. Like some of the, th- <laughs> the things they do in it, It's so funny.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then I watched, uh, all the episodes for Cursed Films that are out right now. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I watched... Well, you said you watched the first one, Exorcist. Yeah. And so I watched that one that night, and then I watched the uh, other two, uh, The Omen and Poltergeist. And yeah. Some of the shit's fucking crazy, man. Yeah.
0: And, yeah uh, I'm not caught up on it yet. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I
1: know it's a lot, but... Cool. What about um,
0: you? I honestly... I'm trying to think, I don't think I've watched anything other than like kids movies the past couple days. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Like we watched, uh, what did we watch this? Oh, we watched Finding Dory this morning. Classic. Nice. Um, Brady wanted to watch Beauty and the Beast yesterday. So we watched that. Like the, uh, the cartoon one. Yeah. The original one. Nice. (laughs) Um, and yeah, man, like when did we record Thursday? Thursday. Yeah and today's yeah man i had i don't think i've watched anything other than this movie nice in regards to that and we're almost on that dare me show on netflix
1: oh, okay so, yeah yeah.
0: so that's pretty much all we've watched
1: well i did your share of movie watching
0: <laughs> perfect <laughs> <laughs> uh i got that stack of movies that i bought from wes so i think i'm i want to watch starry eyes sometime soon nice nice <clears throat> i haven't watched it in a while so sweet yeah. So cool. it's been a pretty uneventful few days for me since we last talked. Yeah.
1: Well <laughs> <A little laughs> Easter weekend there's normally yeah. it's busier than what it probably was for you, but
0: still busy. Yeah. Yeah. Getting shit ready. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um so yeah. Like we'll hop into those podcast edits now. Uh starting off, it's a horror podcast you guys haven't listened to that scream episode yet this is probably the fourth time we've talked about it in the last couple of weeks so it is yeah uh, yeah make sure he's listening to that uh, and the next up is we are horrified and i'm just checking their instagram right now i think to see if, i think they're doing a dracula movie uh oh right they're doing um sleepy hollow
1: Right. That's it. That's it. Yeah. 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 And
0: that comes out tomorrow. Well, Monday, yeah, April 13th. So it'll be out by the time we put this up. Um, So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Yeah. Me either. I don't. Uh, that's with Johnny Depp, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that
1: since I was like high school. So
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm staring at it on my movie shelf right now. So I might have to give it a watch before I listen to another episode. Nice. Uh, uh, next up is we love Horror. They just dropped their seventies, uh, top 10 movies from the Mm seventies episode that came out today. Uh, I listened to about half of it earlier, uh, this afternoon. It's pretty good. Yeah. I haven't I haven't downloaded it, but uh, I haven't listened to it
1: yet, but it should be interesting. There's a lot of, uh, classics in that decade.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm excited to really get into it. I've only, uh, like I've think i only heard one or two of their picks so far, but yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And lastly is our boy from Australia, the Creepy, Down crap, under. Pod. <laughs> the creepy crap Podcast. Uh, he just released a guest episode on uh, Cabin in the Woods. I have not listened to it yet. Um. And I really hope they don't shit on it. <laughs> like I know so, I have it downloaded too, and I'm like super excited but also kind of nervous. yeah, cause I'm so used to him doing really shitty movies, and I know we both like absolutely love this movie. yeah, exactly. but uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they take it easy on it., yeah. but we'll find out. <clears throat> and that's all I got right now. Sweet so We want to hop into her? Let's do it. Thank you. Okay, so like we said in the intro, today we're talking about 28 Days Later. Uh, start off with the synopsis. Four weeks after a mysterious incurable virus spreads throughout the UK, a handful of survivors try to find sanctuary.
1: Yep, pretty much.
0: Right to it. Uh, this movie is directed by Danny Boyle. And honestly, man, this guy has so many movies that I... Absolutely love. I know. Uh, Agreed. Like I was scrolling through his IMDB page and I was just like, oh my god, I forgot about all these that he's done. Yeah, so many. Yeah. So he's got uh, train spotting and train spotting two. I um, haven't watched train spotting two, but I yeah, the first I first it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I haven't seen the second one yet either. Um, The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh 127 Hours with um What's his name? Uh, Franco. James yeah, yeah. Franco. James Franco, yeah. Uh, he did Slumdog Millionaire, yeah. Sunshine, which is a great sci-fi movie. Um, Steve Jobs. And he his latest one was that Yesterday movie with the guy that keeps replaying the Beatles. Or he's the f- only person that's heard of the Beatles or something like that.
1: Yeah, it's on crave. I'm thinking of getting into it, of yeah. watching it, but I haven't yet. I've heard it's pretty good, but yeah, uh, yeah. But he's in a lot of a uh, lot of stuff.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Okay, and jump ahead to the cast. Uh, this is starring uh, Cillian Murphy. He plays Jim. Now, is it Cillian
1: Murphy or Killian Murphy? I don't know. <laughs> I was really hoping maybe you would know. I know, like I think it's like we. We know his name on paper. I I changed between. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway.
0: (laughs) Well, Killian slash Cillian. (laughs) Someone wants to correct us. Let us know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he's the main main guy, Jim. Uh, He's been in Inception, Red Eye. Uh, He was also in Sunshine. So him and Danny Boyle have worked together a couple times now. Uh, he was Scarecrow in the Dark Knight trilogy, <clears throat> and possibly most famously now he's uh, he plays in Peaky Blinders. Yeah, Thomas Shelby. Yes, sir. And he's also
1: in Quiet Place Part Two.
0: Yeah, true, actually.
1: Which I fucking love this actor so much. He's I know fucking he's awesome. awesome.
0: Yeah, he's really good. Uh, next is Naomi Harris. She played Selina. Um, she's been in Moonlight. Which was a great movie. Uh, came out a couple of years ago. Uh, she's been in all of all of Daniel Craig's 007 movies: um, Collateral Beauty, Southpaw, Street Kings, and Rampage. So she's been in quite a bit. But like, yeah, when I was watching this, I didn't really recognize her. No, I didn't. I didn't either, to be honest. She looks a lot different in this movie than she did in any of these other ones. Yeah, agreed. And then next up is Brendan Gleeson. <clears throat> he's one of these guys that are like, he's got that face, like I know this guy, but I can't. Yeah, remember his he's name. been in a lot of like gangster type movies. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was in Gangs in New York, uh, in Bruges, uh, The Raven, Cold Mountain, In the Heart of the Sea, and I think he had like over a hundred acting credits. So yeah, he's been a he's, lot of shit. Yeah. And lastly, I put uh, Christopher Eccleston. He played uh, Major Henry West. So he was like the main military guy. Yeah. And he was uh, Doctor Who in the Doctor Who series. From, oh,
1: that's where he fucking knew him from.
0: Yeah. So he played Doctor Who for, I think, like 15 years or something like that. Or maybe not quite that No, long, he was but.
1: only in the first series. What? Really? Yeah, he was the uh, the first Doctor.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, thirteen episodes. Oh, I must have read that wrong then. Yeah. I've never watched Doctor Who, so oh, it's to- fucking awesome. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah, I must have read that wrong on his IMDB page then. So I'm glad you knew because it <laughs> looked silly. Uh he was also in Thor, The Dark World, uh Gone in Sixty Seconds, and I mean he's been in a bunch of stuff, but yeah. Those were the main ones. And that's everyone. I was going to put the girl, um, Hannah, yeah, but she's only been in like three things, Uh, including this one. So, I mean, she's not really like a big name actress or anything, but she's definitely one of the main characters in this movie. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. So, if you want to. Cool. Let's uh, get into it. So, like always, spoilers.
1: Um, Yeah, we'll get into it. Right. So the movie opens up, there's a bunch of TV showing like riots and chaos. There's like some pretty disturbing stuff on it. Like, I think it's like actually like real events that happened.
0: It was, it was from uh, Sierra Leone, if I remember. Uh, correctly. Okay.
1: Um, so there's a monkey that's like strapped down, forced to watch all this shit that's happening. Mm-hmm. There are some people breaking into this place and you find out it's the Cambridge Primate Research Center. So basically, like PETA, like yeah, pretty much. So there's a whole bunch of monkeys like in small cages and like locked up and stuff. These people are going to break them out, and one of the workers shows up, and he's about to call security, but they stop him, yeah. and he's basically like, "Oh, don't let them out. They're infected with uh, rage," he calls it. Yeah, and the one woman she lets a monkey out, and it uh, attacks her, and then. Yeah, the uh, title pops up twenty eight days later, and it jumps to a naked uh, Cillian Murphy or <laughs> Killian Murphy in a hospital bed. I did not Wait, expect this. Like
0: he's the, full on fucking oh yeah everywhere. Like camera right above his bed, and it's just this there. <laughs> <laughs> I read on the trivia that uh, he requested that this scene be. Um, filmed on a closed set so it would have only been him and like Uh, okay the the behind the scenes people that makes sense yeah i would probably prefer that too yeah
1: (laughs) so he gets up there's no one in the hospital at all and he goes outside and it just shows him like walking around london and from like different camera perspectives and stuff he's on like what yeah go ahead
0: sorry um You just got back from London not too long ago. So I I wanted to ask you if like any of this stuff looked familiar to you. Like, yeah,
1: like I was going to talk about it later,
0: but, uh, yeah.
1: So he goes across like Westminster bridge, which is like completely empty. And like, I've been on this bridge twice. Like when I went there and this is like, it's so packed there usually. And like seeing this was just amazing. And I'm pretty sure I heard a trivia before that this is like one of the only times that they've ever like shut down London, like this part of London to film something.
0: Yeah. And it just, it's fucking crazy. Like, it's pretty be, cool that they were able to actually do it yeah. on location and not, yeah.
1: and like being there sense. twice. It's just, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. So he's like walking around, he finds a newspaper. It says like evacuation, uh, exodus. He then finds like a wall memorial that like people missing and stuff like that. I really like the opening here. Like the music that they like bring in is, I don't mm-hmm. know. I just love it. Um, Then he goes into like a church and on the wall, it says repent. The end is extremely fucking nigh. I love that. Line. Yeah. Like, yeah. I- me too. So he like walks into the church and there's like all these just dead bodies everywhere. And then he like says hello, and, like a couple people like look up and then the priest comes out and he's like kind of half turned into a zombie. Yeah. And then, uh, Jim like punches him and then a bunch of zombies from down below start chasing
0: him. Now Jim hits him with a bag full of stolen. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going around ransacking everything and he's picking yeah. up all this money and shit. Like, and I think bro, he's this- still in his like, uh, uh, hospital gown too he stole like uh like scrubs like nurse scrubs yeah them. yeah that's what it is yeah, yeah.
1: so a bunch of zombies <laughs> start chasing him he's like running outside and then two people in like swat gear show up and they start throwing volatiles at those zombies chasing him Then like take him behind like a building and they like blow up the gas station that's there and it's pretty cool shocks it like zooms out from like a like a high-rise building you just see this big yeah. explosion
0: that's one thing i wanted to talk about too like yeah i've seen it a couple times in zombie movies where they throw molotovs at them like this, yeah it's fucking stupid in my opinion like yeah th- like from what we know over the years of zombies like you have to shoot them in the head basically to kill them
1: yeah exactly
0: throwing fucking molotovs at them just turns them into these yeah unstoppable fireballs that are running <laughs> towards you <laughs> i know oh man but i do agree that this like whole scene is really cool like where everything yeah. goes up
1: yeah. So they bring him to a convenience store, and this is where he meets Mark and Selena. They're like kind of explaining to uh, Jim, he still has no idea what's happening. Um, that London was already too late once they started the evacuation. The military got overrun. Paris and New York were attacked. So you know that it's like not just in London, it's like around the world or at big mm-hmm. cities. There's no government, no police, TV, radio, or electricity. And then Jim's like, kind of like, well, there has to be government. And they're like, no, there's no one left. Yeah. And Jim is the first person they've seen in days. And Selena says, there's two rules. Don't travel alone and don't travel at night. Yeah. So they're, they're leaving the convenience store and they're going to Jim's, uh, parents flat. And a flight is a house in case anyone didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) So they go upstairs or Jim goes upstairs and his parents are dead in their bed. They killed themselves with pills, but they left a note for him. And it says with endless love, we left you sleeping. Now we're sleeping with you. Don't wake up. Yeah. So I'm kind of guessing that Jim was in a coma.
0: And that's why he like woke up and doesn't know what the hell's going on. This like, I found that part really sad. Like it was. Yeah. Him walking in and seeing them.
1: Yeah. There. And yeah. even before he went up, I think Mark was like, just before you go up, you know, if there's someone up there, what you have to do. And he's like, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Um, and then Mark tries explaining to Jim that before all this happened, him and his family tried buying a plane ticket with like a shit ton of cash. They had, but it didn't work because everyone else is trying to do the same thing. He's talking about how they're in the airport and he lost his sister. And they were pretty much like walking on a carpet of people. And he couldn't tell like who was infected and who was normal. Yeah. So it's kind of sad. So they go to sleep. Jim can't sleep. So he's up and he has like a candle lit. And he's just looking at stuff around the, around the apartment and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, like, two zombies just crash through the window because um, they saw the candle. And uh, Mark comes and helps Jim, but then Mark was either bit or he, like, got a cut on his uh, arm.
0: Yeah, you can't really tell.
1: Yeah. Cause, so in this movie, they kind of explain that either you're bit or you get infected affected by if you're bit or if their blood gets into, like your mouth or cuts or like into your bloodstream pretty much. Mm-hmm. So Selena like asks him where he bit and then she sees the cut on him and then she just fucking kills him immediately.
0: Yeah. It doesn't even wait for a response. No.
1: And like <clears throat> this movie's fucking bloody as hell, man. Yeah. Like compared to trying to be like it was bloody, but this was like more like real looking to me. I don't this know. This was
0: like super gritty and like,
1: yeah, yeah, like yeah. No holds
0: barred basically.
1: Yeah. So they leave uh, Jim's flat and they're kind of walking around and Jim sees Christmas lights on like a high rise apartment. So they go up to the apartment and there's like a shopping cart wall, like made of shopping carts. And all I could think of is like, fuck, maybe Bubbles built this fucking shopping (laughs) cart wall. (laughs) Shout out to our Canadian uh, (laughs) trailer park boys. Trailer park boys, Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, they go to the wall and they're going upstairs, and then two zombies or infected people, they make it over the the shopping cart wall. <clears throat> and they're like going upstairs and Jim is having a hard time with it. And uh when the zombies are start coming in, they're fucking quick, man. Holy shit. Yeah. So they're going up and at the top they see like a guy in SWAT gear and he like lets them go and he has a shield and then he tells him to go to so-and-so apartment. So they go there. The like girl there won't let, let her in. She's asking him for her dad, and the dad's just beating the fuck out of the two zombies. He kills them, and it's a father and daughter, Hannah and Frank. Yeah. Um. So they kind of live there, and uh, they have, like two goldfish with like barely any water left, and like kind of like pissed me off. I was like, man, just kill the fucking fish, man. They can barely yeah. breathe in there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Flush them down the toilet.
1: Yeah. So Jim shaved and he cut his hair. I kind of like, liked his haircut before. It was kind of like a like a British, like, I don't know.
0: Punk. It almost looked like kind of punk. Yeah. Like yeah. If, if he would have just shaved the other side of it, it would have looked so sick.
1: It would have, yeah. So they go up to the roof and uh, Jim and Frank. And like Frank has like a ton of buckets on the roof. Yeah. And he's trying to collect like rainwater for for drinking but it hasn't rained in days. And he tells Jim that they can't stay here. So they're down on like their patio. They have like a turn radio, like you turn it and like, it's like a radio pretty much. Yeah. And they hear a recording of survivors, like military. Selena is the only one who doesn't want to go, but they kind of have to, they have no choice. They can't stay in the apartment forever.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So they have like a kind of a, a taxi and They have, like, two routes they can go. One route is, like, underground in a tunnel. Another way is, like, a longer way, I guess. And Frank wants to go underground, but Jim is, like, kind of says a bad idea. Mm -hmm. So we're like, ah, fuck it. We'll go under. And they come into, like, this huge barricade of, like, cars and stuff like that. And then you think they're going to turn around, but then, like, Frank just somehow makes it over the whole thing. I didn't get
0: this at all, man. Me either, man. (laughs) Like...
1: I was this like, how is this? It ch- yeah, it's like made out of cars and he's in a fucking taxi, not a fucking four by four ch- yeah. Chevy. I know. Um, so he's like going over this massive thing, and then at the end they pop a tire.
0: Imagine that.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> so they have to change the tire, they're like changing it, and Hannah's like under the, the car, and then all of a sudden all these rats, like fucking hundreds of them, just Common, oh, oh, it's pretty fucking gross. Yeah, I would hate to be Hannah. So then Jim's like, well, they're fucking running from the infected, and then you see all these, like, zombies, a few of them, like, start running down the thing, and then they change this tire. I don't know how they did it, but, like, Frank and Jim just, like, lift up the taxi, and they change it, like, <laughs> super quick. Like, there's no way they could do that. Yeah. But anyway, they did it, and then, like, they start driving away, and then, like, the zombies just stop running. And I kind of felt like it took me out of it a bit. Yeah, because like they like just kind of like started like slowing down, but like they're fucking zombies; they're gonna keep going.
0: Yeah, you would think.
1: So they stop at a grocery store. They're like clucking like a shit ton of food. Frank finds like a bunch of fresh apples. Gets like a couple um twenty-sixes of liquor. Then they find a gas truck. They siphon some gas for their car. Jim goes and explores like a diner. There's like a, a lady with, she's like a holding a dead baby.
0: Oh yeah, this and, scene fucked me up.
1: Yeah, he's like the only one in there, and then out of nowhere, like a little boy comes up behind him and tries to attack him. But Jim ends up killing him. Mm-hmm. And he like goes outside, and then Selena's like, "Oh, did you see anything?" And he's like, "No, nah, I didn't." Yeah. So then they get to like the countryside. And they're, like, having a picnic and stuff. It's all, like, really nice. They see, like, a family of horses. Jim and Selena have, like, a nice walk. They're, like, talking and stuff. And, like, she kisses him on the cheek. And then Frank says, they' well, let's stay the night there. Mm-hmm. And Jim and Hannah can't sleep, but Selena's, like, passed out. And you find out that she takes sleeping pills. So then Jim and Hannah take some as well. And, like, Hannah only gets, like, half of one because she's, like, I don't know. Or, like, 15, 15, 16. Yeah. And then Jim starts having nightmares about them, like leaving him in the middle of nowhere and Frank wakes him up and stuff. So they leave that and they're heading to the, uh, the radio signal. They like have like where they're supposed to be going. So they make it to Manchester and like you see Manchester from like far away and like the whole city's on fire and it's pretty cool shot. Yeah. They make it to the 42nd blockade where the recording was supposed to be from. There's like no one there. Selena wants to get out of there. But Frank is like kind of getting frustrated. And like this part was kind of dumb, to be honest. <clears throat> like the the chances of him getting infected were like so slim. Yeah. There's yeah, like, a zombie, like a zombie. Yeah. Okay. There's a zombie like on top of a gate. And he just like kicks it and like a dro- drop of blood falls down into his eye. I thought it was kind of dumb, but yeah, I don't know. So yeah, he gets infected. He tells Hannah to stay away. And then like Jim is about to hit him with a bat and kill him and then the military just shows up and just fucking kill him.
0: Just shoot him. A they bunch. fucking like emptied a full clip into him they too.
1: Did. They did. So they're like taken to like the military compound. It's like kind of looks like a, like a castle kind of there's like only a few of them, like maybe ten of them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Jim kisses Selena, and then Jim like goes and talks to the major, and the major's telling them about how this place is really safe. There's like landmines and like traps surrounding the castle. They have like huge lights, and then they show him like a, a soldier zombie who they have like chained up outside.
0: This um, kind of reminded me of that uh, that one part in The Walking Dead. I think it was in the first season. Yeah yeah, to, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was know, it Herschel's yeah. Farm?
1: No, I think they may have had one in the first season, but they definitely had it at like the third season whenever they were in that little like town thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. So they're having all having like dinner together. Um, a landmine goes off and then zombies start attacking the compound and they pretty much fend them off pretty easily. Cause they all have like guns and shit. And there's like landmines going off everywhere. Mm-hmm. So the major is like talking to Jim like by himself. And he's basically telling Jim that the nine men that are with him, he promised he would get them women. Cause he thinks that they're the whole key to saving the population is pretty much, making children and i
0: feel like this whole kind of like side story yeah is what separates this movie from other like post-apocalyptic movies yeah yeah like in in other movies they never talk about like the repopulation and like needing women in order to do that no they don't it's kind of cool and gross at the same way yeah
1: you kind of i don't know you're kind of on their side but not really because
0: of how they're, they go about it.
1: Yeah. And like the one girl is like 15 and they're still yeah. like, oh, she,
0: we're going to fuck her <laughs> mm-hmm. and like make her have kids. Like you understand like what their thought process is, but they're just going about it just the way they do wrong. it. Yeah. yeah. It's not ideal. So there's like one soldier who is on
1: Jim's side and he pretty much tries to stick up for everyone else. But uh, they like knock out Jim, and they both they take both him and Jim prisoner. Hannah and Selena are forced to like get in dresses, and then Selena gives Hannah like sleeping not sleeping pills, but some sort of pill to like so she doesn't care what's happening to her, pretty much. Yeah. Jim and the other soldier, they're like taken to the woods to be shot. Um, I like totally missed little part here. Cause I know that the one soldier like shot by accident and then that's how Jim escaped, but I didn't see how the other soldier, what happened to him?
0: Um, let me see here. Do you remember? I have the notes here. The uh, two executioners fight about how to kill Pharaoh. And Jim runs off. That's all I put. Fuck. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Jim, Jim escapes. The other guy, I'm guessing he, he died somehow. <laughs> So Jim like escapes over the wall and he goes back to the blockade. And then he starts like setting off the siren. So the major and another guy go with him. And this guy had the most terrible fucking haircut ever. <laughs> like that's <laughs> so dumb, but I just couldn't believe it. it's like all patchy and it's like, just fucking shave your whole head, man.
0: Yeah. Jesus. I know
1: it's awful. So uh, Jim kills that soldier. Like just, smashes him in the head with like a gun or something like that. And then he like puts him in the car and then the major gets in and gets attacked, but he doesn't die right here. Mm-hmm. Jim makes it back to the castle. It's like nighttime. Now it's like pouring rain. He has no shirt on and he like shoots the, uh, the soldier zombie free from the chain. And then this part is pretty cool. It, like attacks the one soldier. And then it like, It didn't seem like he bit him. It just looked like he like puked, just fucking blood all over him. Yeah, like that's how he infected people. Just like not biting, but just puking like in him. And it's like,
0: ugh, so gross. Yeah, gross.
1: (laughs) Like one of them is like hiding in like a cupboard, and yeah, pretty much everyone dies here except there's like one asshole who doesn't die yet, but he's like taking Selena and uh, Hannah away to
0: try and have sex with them, basically. Yeah, and that's the guy with the, like the funny looking hat, eh? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then the one guy that was like hiding in the cupboard, he tries running away, and then Jim like just comes up and stabs him. And then like the camera pans away and shows like the whole his whole body and the guns just sticking out of his stomach. I thought <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. So Hannah is like running from one zombie. She's like hiding behind a mirror, and this part was pretty cool. It like is like looking at itself in the mirror, and she's like hiding behind it. Yeah, it's like one well, of those tall, ones. Yeah, exactly. So, Jim like runs into a room, and then there's one of the soldiers there, and he's like, oh, "I don't have any bullets left, man." And then Jim like just books the window, and then two zombies come in to just kill him.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the one asshole is like trying to rape Selena, and then Jim just pops in and fucks this guy up hard. Like, he's going nuts on him, just eye gouges him, which I fucking hate eye gouges, man. So gross. I can't watch that shit, man. I hate eyeball stuff.
0: And it looked like his thumbs were, like, right in there.
1: Oh, man, I know. Right
0: to the back of his skull.
1: Yeah. Wasn't as bad as Game of Thrones, but, you know. No. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jim kills him, and then Jim, like, stands up, and it's, like, kind of dark. Like, you can kind of see him. But Selena has like, I know, like a, a gun or a knife up, and she—you think that she's gonna kill Jim, but then Jim like steps out of the out of the darkness, and he's like, "Oh, it's okay. It's just me. I'm fine." Yeah. And you think she thinks she thought Jim was turned into a zombie because he was acting so fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, like that's how fucking nuts he was in this. Yeah. scene. Yeah.
1: And then like Hannah, she's high as fuck, so she just comes out of nowhere and <laughs> smashes Jim in the head.
0: <laughs> yeah, because the. Jim and Selena were kissing and Hannah thought that Jim was biting her. Yeah. Yeah. She fucking hits him with that the bottle. Yeah.
1: So then they'll go outside. They're going in the taxi and then they open the door and the majors in the backseat and he shoots Jim and Hannah is like in the driving seat and she gets in and she just like backs the car up into the house. And then the, the black, um, soldier zombie just like smashes the window and grabs major and just pulls him out and he is gone.
0: This part was sick. Like it was. Yeah. Talk about being heads up for Hannah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's OG. So then they are like driving away and there's like a locked gate and they're like, there's like the gates locked. And then Jim's like, Oh, just go through it. I thought this part was very weird. Mm. I don't know. They like smash through it. And then as soon as they hit it, like the camera goes back to Jim and um, Selena. Yeah. And then like, they like go forward and the camera just like stops,
0: like makes you think that the movie's over.
1: Yeah. And they're like, <clears> okay, <throat> hey, I guess I'm guessing they probably survived because there's still a fence they went through. Mm-hmm. So then it cuts to like, like a quick shot of like this, like Hills and stuff. And you all sees like hell written in it. And like at the yeah. time, I didn't understand what the fuck that was meant to be. Mm-hmm. But, uh, then they're like shows them like in like a house, a countryside house, and Selena's like sewing some sort of thing. And then they're out in a hill, and they made these giant letters "hello." And then uh, they're like talking about, "Oh, maybe they'll do you think they'll see it this time?" And then like a fighter jet like goes over them, and they're like, oh, "I think they saw it that time."
0: Yeah. And then that's
1: <clears throat> the end of the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and Jim knew that uh, that like this pandemic wasn't everywhere because he saw a jet fly by like earlier whenever he was uh, running away from the soldiers before. Oh, did he? Yeah, so he was looking up, like he was like hiding in the bushes, and he looked up and he saw. Okay, I don't remember that part. Yeah, he saw the like the jet streams above him, so he knew that there was people flying overhead.
1: Okay. Okay. And.
0: Yeah, but anyways, yeah. So the end of the movie is that jetter, that jet fighter flying over them. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't think any of these characters are in the sequel, right? No, they're not. I looked it up because I couldn't remember. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time either. And the, the fuck, the sequel is like full of stars, like Hollywood stars. Really? Like it's got fucking Jeremy Renner, um, Idris Elba. Uh, fuck let me see who else I is. think you
1: said too we were looking into it I don't know what we're talking about but they changed the the name of it was that this one I thought we saw it was like a different name maybe not was it this movie it was 28 weeks later I thought that they changed it maybe I think I'm thinking it was something different
0: yeah I don't know anyway it, yeah but yeah it has Jeremy Renner Rose Byrne uh, like I said, Idris, Idris Alba, Imogen Poots. Damn, that is and a like, fucking big cast. Yeah, like it's got like a bunch of people in it that you know. But it uh, just goes to show what a bigger budget can do for you. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so we'll hop into our reviews. Yep. Uh, okay, so we'll start with mine. My story, I gave it a eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. I said it's a different take on zombies. They're not like just strictly looking to eat brains. Like they're infected with this rage virus, so they're it, It's almost like they don't have a purpose. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're just yeah. kind of going around killing everybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I also I've talked about it earlier, but the fact that Danny Boyle actually talks or touches on like the struggles that women would face in the post apocalypse. Yeah. With the rape and reproduction. Um, and I felt like it really focused on the after, effect, after effects of, a, of an apocalypse and doesn't strictly stick to like the typical zombie movie tropes. Yeah, exactly. So I liked that it actually had more to it than just the fucking everybody's zombie. killing zombies. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I gave the quality an 8 out of 10 also. Nice. Uh, I said the setting of post apocalyptic London is insanely well done on the size of the budget. Uh, like the stuff that they had to go through to, to make the movie look the way that it does is actually fucking crazy. If you look at the trivia, like they had to start filming at like 4am yeah, okay. and cops had to like block off streets and they only had like an hour to shoot certain scenes and stuff like that. It was crazy. Um, that's wild. Yeah. And the budget, I mean, the budget was 8 million, which, yeah, I mean, it's like a fair size, but whenever you think about everything that they had to do, it's really not that much. No, no, it's not. <clears throat> uh, I said, everything looks like pretty spot on of what I would envision post apocalypse would look like. Yeah. Uh, the acting's great. The camera quality was pretty low budget. I found, but, mm-hmm. uh, I also read that it was one of the first movies to be shot digitally rather than on film. So it's kind oh, of understandable. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So that the, there was obviously some kinks that they had to work out, I would assume. Yeah. And lastly, you touched on this earlier, but I fucking love the soundtrack to this movie. Yeah. Like that opening scene, like that music that's playing. And then it also plays at the end too. Yeah. That same, that same yeah, track. Yeah, th-
1: the score is really good in
0: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. So yeah, 8 out of 10 for both story and quality for me. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I gave the story a seven out of ten. Um just they didn't I find they didn't really explain too much in this movie, you kinda have to put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. But I mean it's not a bad thing, like because was more like it's kind of putting you in a position, like there's not really many zombies, but it's making you <clears throat> think like what would you do with yeah. the information you had if you were in like his shoes? Yeah, exactly. So I kind of appreciate it that way. You care about the characters a lot, like pretty much all the characters. There's only a few in this movie, but you still care
0: about them enough. Um, Yeah. Like you want all four of those people to survive.
1: Yeah, exactly. But uh, just like some of the stuff wasn't believable. Like we talked about, like the tunnel scene didn't Mm -hmm. really make sense. And a couple other small things, but nothing like major. So seven to 10 for a story. Uh, quality I gave it 8 out of 10 Um, I absolutely love the look of this movie at first I didn't like it like at the first opening scene with the monkeys and stuff Yeah, but then like after that I just loved it I thought it really captured like the greatness of the film Um, acting's great cinematography that opening scene like fucking amazing Yeah, I Uh, I thought it really captured like the loneliness of the pandemic really well the screenplay is good. Acting, like I said, is good, and like Mark said, the the score in it is fucking amazing. Sweet. And then also like the uh, like the zombie, like actual people, like the effects mm-hmm. and like the blood splatter and like them like throwing up on people. I thought it was really cool.
0: Yeah, like I don't think you really see anybody get actually
1: bit. No, no, you don't.
0: Which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, story 7 out of 10 and quality a 8 out of
0: 10. Cool. So we're pretty much similar there. Yep. All right. So let's see what Rotten Tomatoes said. Uh, The Critics' Consensus, kinetically directed by Danny Boyle, 28 Days Later is both a terrifying zombie movie and a sharp political Sorry. like holy fuck (laughs) uh allegory 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 i don't know yeah i think allegory yeah so i butchered that but anyways (laughs) they agree it's a good movie
1: too yeah basically
0: and you want to take a guess at what the critics scored it
1: um i'm gonna go like a
0: 75 Ooh. little higher than that. They gave it an 87. Okay. That was way off then. (laughs) It's a lot higher than I expected it to be. Yeah, me too. And that was on 230 ratings too. Oh, wow. I mean, it's pretty well liked. Yeah.
1: What about the uh,
0: audience? The audience scored it an 85%. Okay. On 482,246 ratings. Nice.
1: I'd say that's pretty close to our scores.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right. So after a scream from our friend Jonah Hill, we'll hop into that scare section. Here we go. All right. So what did you give it for a scare rating? So I
1: gave it a 6 out of 10. Um, I thought it was pretty scary. There wasn't really enough zombie stuff in it for that stuff to be scary, but I thought just the isolation of nobody around you is frightening, mm-hmm. especially like in the big city like that. Like, yeah, it's fucking crazy. And like, there's barely any, like any zombies or even anyone else at all. Like, it's, it's I couldn't even imagine, man. <laughs> so that's why I gave it a six out of
0: 10. All right. Cool. What huh? about you. I gave it a seven out of 10. Okay. And I basically used the same reasoning you did. I yeah. said like, it's not just a zombie movie. It really makes you think about like, this is what the world could be like, uh, post apocalypse. Uh, I said the zombies, like whenever you do see them, they are like obviously fairly scary. Uh, yeah. especially because they're not like those fucking brain dead looking ones. They're actually fast and agile and can fucking jump and climb and,
1: Yeah.
0: All this crazy shit. Um but like it's the world the world atmosphere that's makes it more realistically scary. Yeah. All right. And what was your scariest scene?
1: So my scariest scene was actually the opening scene with Jim walking around. Okay. Um like I said at the start, I've been to London twice and walked that same bridge both times. And It's scary just walking with the people there, like, because you're so, like, shoulder to shoulder with all these people. And especially with everything that's been going on lately, if all the fucking bombings, all that shit. Yeah. But just to see him walking around on that bridge and there's, like, this garbage and, like, no one there. Like, I just couldn't imagine being in that situation with, like, no loved ones, no one to, like, ask for help. Like, what do I do? Where do I go? You're just fucking walking around yeah he's also just away from a coma so he has no idea what the fuck is going on
0: yeah that's true even
1: even more scarier so no zombies for this scary scene just (laughs) fucking yeah what are you
0: Uh, i said the scene in the tunnel when they're trying to change that tire nice because like you can see the shadows of the zombies running toward them yeah before you actually see the zombies, and like the fact that the rats are scared shitless of these things,
1: yeah, that's uh, true.
0: And like the sense of like absolute fucking urgency and rush, uh like they need to get this tire changed or they're all going to die. Yeah, and yeah, <clears throat> like if this was your first time watching it, you would have like you probably wouldn't think that they'd all make it out alive. No, no, in my opinion, hundred percent. Like I, I would assume at least one of them is going to die in that part. But yeah, like, exactly. Spoiler alert, they don't. <laughs> okay, do you think you would survive?
1: I put yes. Yeah. There isn't really too many zombies in this world, and I feel like I could easily like, find stuff. Like, yeah. All Just right. go to my old uh, Fallout video game days. I
0: can make <laughs> it <fair>. out. <laughs> nice. What about you? Uh, I said no. I don't think I would. Oh, oh. But- but i don't know if it would be like the zombies that would kill me or if it would be like just the lack of resources yeah that's true like living in that uh apartment building like they're running out of water and food and yeah i mean they're in they're at day 28 according to the title so i mean a lot of that shit's gonna be pretty dried up. that's true but who knows maybe if i stick by you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll keep you safe, buddy.
0: There we go. <laughs> All right. So as we said uh, earlier in, uh, towards the start of this podcast, uh, this one's going to be a face-off between this horde and the horde from Train to Busan. So nice. we'll uh, jump ahead to Loomis's villain evaluation after this. I met this... Six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Okay. So, Given the fact that uh, it's kind of two of the same things, uh, a lot of my scores were similar to what I had before.
1: Mine were as well, but I found there was less zombies in this one. Yeah. So I think mine might be a bit different, but we could try it anyway.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Cool. So for my strength, I went 20 out of 30. Okay. Um, they can like break through windows and stuff pretty easily on their own. Like they're not in like big hordes, but they can get through shit just by themselves. Yeah. Um, so 20 out of 30 dexterity. I wanted 20 out of 30 as well. Uh, these zombies can get over things pretty easily. Like they scaled that shopping cart fence pretty easily and just, yeah, but they can also like trip over shit like the priest in the beginning just fucking got knocked down super easily. <laughs> mm, true. Uh constitution I put 30 out of 30. I just wrote can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh intelligence, I went one out of thirty. Okay. They're dead and infected, not human, they have no brain. Um wisdom went a five out of thirty. Okay um you don't really see too many zombies in here you don't really get to spend like much time with them compared to like the last movie yeah. so you do not really get to see what like kind of stuff they can do other than chase people <laughs>
0: yeah
1: and then charisma just went one out of 30 like they're just not living so they got no personality all
0: right So I'm just writing all your scores down. Yep, for sure. <clears throat> Alright, so I gave their strength uh nineteen. Okay. So like I said, or like you said, they can bust through the glass and stuff pretty like bust through all that shit fairly easily. Yeah. Um but they were fought off fairly easily like the zombies were in trained to Busan. Yeah. I mean, they didn't pose, like, a huge threat. No. And I like your comment, too, on how, like, this horde is a lot smaller than yeah. uh, than the horde in Busan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I give their dexterity a 20. Nice. Uh, I said they're very athletic zombies, climbing, jumping over things. They're super fast. Uh, they seem a lot less clumsy in this one. Yeah, than, they did, yeah. Than they did in Busan. Uh, Constitution, I also gave them a 30 because they're zombies and they don't get tired. <laughs> uh, Intelligence, I gave them a 1. So they don't do anything at all to show any sort of smartness. And they're zombies. Yep. Uh, Wisdom, I gave them a 1 as well. Okay. Because, <clears throat> like, these guys are just kind of run around aimlessly. Yeah, like, exactly. They don't, they don't do anything to to show any form of... Like, they don't work together. Like, it seemed like... In, yeah. In train to Busan, those that zombie horde like kind of work together to do shit. Yeah, this one they're all just kind of it's like a free for all. Yeah. Um, and then charisma, I gave them a one as well. Nice. Yeah. Because (laughs) (laughs) makes sense. (laughs) Okay, so I've already added up our scores there. That's what took me so long before. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay, so. Train to Busan. Their strength was a twenty-one. Yep, and twenty-eight days, their score is an eighteen-point-five. The who close one? Yeah, so Busan wins this one. Uh, and then Train to Busan's dexterity was uh, thirteen-point-five,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and twenty-eight days later, their score was a twenty. Wow, that's a big so, jump. Yeah. So this one wins. Uh, Constitution was a tie. They both had 30. Yeah. Uh, Intelligence was a tie. They were both one. Yeah. Uh, Wisdom, Busan, won 17 to three. Yeah. And then Charisma was a tie. <clears throat> so Busan just narrowly takes it. Yeah. Yeah, they uh so they won two categories to one basically because the rest are all a wash. Nice. But and like as I was watching this, I was just like, okay, the zombie horde in Train to Busan was so much cooler than it is <laughs> in Twenty Eight Days Later. I know. I was like I
1: feel like I wish I would have watched this one before Train to Busan. Yeah. Cause like Train to Busan is just fucking chaos, like zombies everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then this movie you're like, where the fuck's all (laughs) the zombies
0: yeah it's true
1: but i mean i still love this movie i mean yeah wrong but
0: this one focuses more on like what we've been saying through the whole episode like this one focuses more on like the the world whereas 28 weeks later it's like a full-on fucking zombie massacre yeah like that opening scene in 28 weeks later whenever they're at the cabin i haven't watched it in forever so i don't remember uh, the opening scene Oh
1: man. But I do vaguely remember some scenes that is more chaos in that movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like the horde is way bigger in 28 weeks later. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But yeah. So this is kind of how I figured it was going to pan out after I finished 28 days later. Yeah. I figured Busan would win. Yeah. That's fair. And uh, yeah. So I definitely think I stand by my point with Train to Busan being my new favorite. Yeah, 100%. I think I agree too on that point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, 28 days later is definitely a close second. Yeah, 100%. All right, man. Well, so you got a so movie should... pick?
1: Yeah. So, to be honest, uh, right before we recorded this, I forgot that I had to pick a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck. All right. um, I was going to pick a banner of a movie. I mean, it still might be a banner of a movie, but I'm going to save the one I was going to pick. Okay. Um. So I'm picking a movie that I don't think either of us has seen. I definitely haven't. You may have seen it. Um. It's another foreign movie. I know people might be getting sick of them, but... I probably haven't seen it then. They're fucking great, and people need to appreciate them more. <laughs> so I'm picking The Wailing Oh shit, nice. No, I haven't seen this. Yeah. Um, I've heard this movie's fantastic and actually really fucking scary. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it has to do with an infection as well. So I'm kind nice. of excited. I think it's on shutter, so we can yeah. actually stream this one rather than rent it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that sucks that you had to rent this.
1: Yeah. So uh The Wailing, I think it came out like two thousand fifteen or sixteen, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: I've heard the same as you, though. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch it.
1: Yeah. So
0: that's my pick. Cool. All right. Well, guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Pleasure
1: as always. Yes, sir. Happy Easter. And you and too. Happy Easter to all you listeners out there. Thanks. Uh, thanks for tuning in and supporting us on this adventure. <laughs> and I'll see you next time.
0: Yeah, take care, guys.